0: What's going on everybody? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of The PR Project. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but I'm going to keep talking I about this. I love it. Man. Good right. energy. So we are going to, today, break down the difference versus uh, beliefs and values. They are very similar in their same respect, but yet very different. So today, we're going to break down the difference in that, um, share some of our values, some of our beliefs, um, but first, we are going to start with the Scripture of the Week. So, Ryan, what is your Scripture of the Week?
1: Got it right here, like always, ready to go. Uh, okay, so Romans 12.2 tells us, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind.
0: Now, what what does that mean to you? Break that down for me.
1: Okay, very good. So, uh, and especially towards today's topic of values and beliefs. So often, you know, we can get lost in... Uh, The first off, not establishing the difference between a value and a belief, but also uh, adopting values and beliefs of the world of our current society, what we've kind of grown up and been almost brainwashed into believing or thinking or feeling and, you know, hold them these things, these concepts in such a high regard that it can limit our life, you know, and. You know, it's funny because as we'll get into this podcast, there's a big difference between the things that we think about and believe in our conscious mind versus the subconscious mind. And there's so much false information that we've already accepted into the subconscious, which is, you know, the back of our mind. It's not present that way when we're going through our day to day, we're basing a lot of our subconscious quick decisions off of bad intel, bad information. So uh, it can get really tricky, and it's one of those things that we really we have to experience the journey and take a second to step out of ourselves and really break down and focus uh, how do we actually arrive at the things that we value. So I think, uh, you know, this uh, Romans 12, too, as Paul, Apostle Paul uh, put it, and uh, I think, uh, you know, it really hits home with this topic. You know, do not be conformed by the things or do not conform your mind to this world but renew your mind. And you know, obviously Paul's talking about through Christ. Yeah. And that's one of the things that uh, I believe for me personally has kind of set me free of the social standards and uh, really brought me into this thing where I'm developing my own opinions, you know, based, based upon what I, what I believe now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. You know, there's growing up, we are fed so many uh, beliefs, values, ideas, concepts, and, you know, a lot of that, I think, depends on the one household you're raising, um, the values instilled in you as a kid, but also the world. And, you know, in today's world, with social media and all of the marketing stuff going on, I mean, it's... Our kind of beliefs and values are kind of formed subconsciously, and it comes to a point where we aren't even realizing what we're doing because it's so subconscious. Right. And we get a lot of our negative reactions and values and beliefs subconsciously. You know, we're not, I don't even know we're going with this. I don't think, you know, that we choose to be in bad moods and we choose to react negatively to normal situations. But it's to the sense of that that's how we've been formed subconsciously, yeah. and that's no. how we react subconsciously. Yeah, that makes perfect and sense. And so by taking the step to sit back and renew your beliefs and reevaluate where you're at, you can then change your bad beliefs, your negative beliefs, and going forward have positive reactions to what you would previously have negative reactions to. Does that make sense?
1: No, it makes perfect makes matter sense. matter of fact, that's uh, very eloquently put. Hmm. Uh, I think that was... In a nutshell what i was trying to say and then you, you know you chopped it up and made it better For sure. uh so with what present just said the big key hitter the the big uh, heavy hitter there the key point is choice so um you know we can really break down our beliefs what are our beliefs our beliefs are thoughts they originate as thoughts and they become beliefs when a thought passes from your conscious mind to your subconscious mind it's really kind of downloaded and ingrained and it's hard to go back and fish it out and then restructure it so it becomes that belief right Mm -hmm. it sets in there as a belief now our beliefs is what we establish our values from right and our values can be anything loyalty honesty integrity uh work ethic which is a big one for me and we'll probably get into that but uh So when you think about this little scale moving from thoughts to beliefs to values, we really got to break that down and what is actually happening there, what's in control of it. And I think there's three major concepts. And those three major concepts are accountability, choice, and then control. So if we think about accountability, we have to really take take an account of what we are accountable for in our life and really be honest with ourselves the things moving around us, things that are out of our control, the things that are in our control. I think I've said it before on our podcast before, we really can't control how the world acts around us, but we can control how we react to it. Mm-hmm. And that is through mm-hmm. <coughs> choice, which is the number two thing uh, on that little list there that uh, you know you brought to mind when you're on your rant. But uh, choice, choice, you have a choice over things you think, uh, things things you think, mm-hmm. things you feel, and things you do. A feeling is just a response to something that's happening. And you're actually choosing, whether you like to believe it or not, to feel that way, right? So, whether it be conscious or subconscious. So, some, if you see something, something happens that makes you mad, you have somewhere along your life's journey decided that that particular situation is going to make you mad. So, it's fluxed back, it flipped back into your subconscious mind, and it automatically sets you off. You know, some people have, like, trigger points and stuff like that. And that's a direct result of a thought becoming a belief and then getting stowed away into our subconscious. Now, control is the last part of that. And control. What do we control, Preston? We really only control choice. Yeah, That's the only thing that we really actually have control over. And our choices are limited to what we personally think, feel, and do so if we're mindful about what we think feel and do right and then we can go back and start breaking down these beliefs by looking at our values we can really start honing in on why we believe certain things and if we really do or should value the things that we do right so as uh, take for example someone who values wealth okay uh which is not a bad thing you know let's that that person i would say to them let's take some time to discover why we value wealth let's write a list of reasons that wealth is value to us and then expand upon expand upon that list by figuring out why each part of this is an integral part of why we value wealth now start breaking down things like that and the picture of wealth in your mind starts becoming a little different and it starts becoming a little different and then now we're actually accessing that subconscious part of our brain and sliding this issue to the forefront and we're kind of able to rewrite the script a little bit if that yeah. makes sense
0: yeah no it does 100 percent. you know that's something that <clears throat> going back to you know go, raising up in your household in my household you know i was raised up by a Marine, and I was raised up by parents who believed in hard work. And so, naturally, I have the belief of hard work. Now, this is a very good belief. I'm happy I have this belief, but that is something that I was kind of ingrained in as a kid, Um, and equally, you know, if you are ingrained as a kid that you're not smart, that you're not worthy, that you're not capable of doing these things, then that is what your belief pattern will become as you get older. Right. And You're again, it, with social media, it's so easy to compare ourselves to everybody else. And there's so much uh, cyberbullying and uh, just people being straight up jerks on social media that when we see that day after day after day, we can start to really believe, hey, I'm not good enough. Or hey, I'm not this, I'm not that. And that's where values come really into play because i believe if you have a really set foundation of values you know what your values are and that's what you strive for then that's not then your beliefs is not going to be shaken so like if you believe in honesty if you believe in integrity if you believe in uh respect loyalty loyalty, then no matter what the doobs on the internet say no matter what the mean people say, that's not going to sway your belief system. It's when you have a rocky value system. It's when you have a bad belief system that it all can crumble and you're susceptible to the bad things in life. Whereas if you have that solid foundation, that solid wall, that stuff is not gonna get it. By breaking down everything and looking at everything, you are able to rebuild that wall from a rocky foundation. Sure, the bad news is it might have a rocky foundation, the good news is you have that choice to make that change whenever you want. You have that choice to rebuild the walls as you want. Anytime you want, all you gotta do is stop where you're at and reevaluate where things are in your life. Reevaluate your relationships, your work relationship, your personal relationship. Reevaluate your network. Reevaluate the things you're doing. And if, if you've come up with a set of values and what you're doing is not coinciding with those values, then just change it. It's right. as simple as that and it goes back to that choice.
1: Make the choice to make the change.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. I, I yeah I, I like that a lot. Matter of fact, uh, you touched on something again there that sparked in my mind. But uh, even if things are going great, reevaluate.
0: Yeah. You oh, hundred percent. You know,
1: constantly uh, reevaluate and change. Not necessarily your goals, but change the the image of your values. Because the the truth of the matter is that every day that we live, we're changing. You know, and we become something different. Uh, all we really are as human beings are a combination of our life experiences. Exactly. So when you experience more things, the next day you are a different person. Exactly. Right. So slowly but surely that image can change, and then things can get contorted. That's why that reevaluating that Preston's harping on is so integral and so important to success for individuals. I mean, really all across the board, no matter what you're trying to achieve, um, I think. You know, we really hit on a couple of the big values there when we're we're talking. What would be beneficial to you guys at home uh, or anybody, wherever you're listening, in your car? If you get a second, you know, uh, pull out your smartphone, uh, pull out your lists, and and just real quick, write down a couple of values. Type down a couple of values that uh, are important to you, Mm -hmm. right? That way you can go back and look at these and take the rest of the week kind of thinking, why are these important to me? and then start structuring that in your mind. Because a lot of us have never taken the time to actually sit down and structure a value system, like you said. So most Americans, most people around the world, have that rocky value Mm -hmm. system, have that shaky belief system. It's not until you actually go back and start looking at it, really looking at it, that you realize, oh, (laughs) man, am I, like, messed up, Yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, And, and now that you say that, you know, that's something that I think is often overlooked, is, you know, we say... We have values we have beliefs and i think a lot of people say we do but when you really ask someone okay what is an actual value they're kind of like uh i don't know yeah they struggle i've done this myself i don't know if you guys have read the book unlimited power by tony robbins it's amazing but part of the book is he gives you an exercise where you sit down and evaluate your values and beliefs and really get super specific on it and when i did that when i first started I was like yeah I got this belief this like I got a bunch of things but when I actually sat down and wrote it down I was like I don't know I don't know what a value is I don't know what a belief is like I've never sat down and specifically looked at it I thought I knew what it was but I was not clear on it and so by taking the couple of minutes to sit down and actually write it out you're gonna get a much much clearer path on what is important to you on what you want and then from there you can begin to rebuild that foundation, and honestly, often doing that is that will reveal fault—not faults, but that will reveal problems in your life. So when I or false down, beliefs, exactly, too. yeah, yeah. 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 And when I sat down and did this exercise, you know, I found out or I wrote down that one of my values was um, honesty. I really value honesty, and what that opened up to me is I had some people around me who weren't honest, who were two-faced who were putting on a different face for me than they were for somebody else Hmm. and by writing that down and understanding that that was important to me that opened my eyes because I think in relationships we can get kind of tunnel focused and only focus on one part of it but then not pick up other aspects of the negative relationship and so when I sat back and said okay I value honesty is around me the people around me are they honest no honestly they're not And so that helped me identify some faults in my life, and that helped me identify some places I could make corrections. And guess what? When I saw that, did I keep the relationship with that person? No. I cut it off. Right. Because they...
1: So it wasn't me then. Yeah. yeah, No, no, it wasn't you.
0: (laughs) And so by doing that, I was able to cut that relationship off. And man, cutting that relationship off is like cutting a chain off you. Like I was so much more happy, and I had so much more less... Stress and drama and emotion in my life, and that all that happened all because of I sat down and it got really specific on my values. And so, just taking that simple exercise of writing down your values will open up so many doors and help you really see a broader picture. It's
1: liberating. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. So when we do these, uh, when we sit down and we start writing down our values and things that we think we value, uh, it can actually kind of lead to some of the things that we do truly value that we didn't really have readily available Mm -hmm. in our mind right or understand that we truly valued so it can kind of change kind of change your stride if you will your footsteps your path a little bit and really these values it's funny because you know when we have a value we establish an unwritten set of rules to that value Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying so like a big value for me is uh, loyalty right so I have a really hard time uh, talking about somebody when they're not there, almost to where it's problematic. You know, I've said this before. It's funny, like you know, let's say you know me, you, and uh, Jim uh, are the three best friends. You know, and you come to me and say, "Hey, I want to do something really nice for Jim because his birthday is coming up. I just need to know his favorite color." And let's say in the scenario, Jim has told me his favorite color, right? But apparently he hasn't told you his favorite color. So part of me says, okay, out of loyalty, and this is obnoxious, but out of loyalty there, (laughs) my response to you would be, well, uh, maybe you should ask Jim what his favorite color is. Because I wouldn't let the cat out the bag, right? Now, am I being dishonest to you? No, you didn't directly ask me if I knew what Jim's favorite color was. Uh, So I think, I mean, that's kind of a simplistic uh, look at it, you know what I'm saying? But I think it, it's, it comes to a lot of integrity, kind of rolls side by side with loyalty. And I think these are, like you said, uh, probably things that we develop growing up. But it's funny how a lot of these values spawn from pain or hurt in our life or some kind of failure in our life. And, you know, we, uh, we take such a negative thing and then we find the alter ego to it where someone was disloyal to me. So now loyalty is now this. And then because of that, I've made some rules, you know, let's say Jim back in the past was really, (laughs) you know, cutthroat back, stabbed me in the back. So now my code of ethics towards loyalty is don't be like Jim. Yeah. And there could be certain things that get tucked along with that. So really it's important to evaluate your whole rule system as well around each one of these values. I think that for me, you know ever since we started talking about this uh, this whole values versus beliefs thing, I you know I've been doing a little inner uh, searching too. I think for me, work ethic is a big one kind of like you said. Now yeah. you know my dad wasn't a marine, however, uh, my dad's always been a really hardworking guy, uh, did everything to, to provide for our family. Uh, really fantastic human being. Can be stern at certain times, but you know, it, it's his huge heart. It's very evident through his work ethic, the amount of work he puts in, and his patience. But so that I think has translated into my life as, you know, and I've said this to you before it doesn't matter what I'm doing, whether I'm writing workout plans for somebody or whether I'm, you know, uh, Taking out the trash, or you know, cleaning the bathroom, or or, or whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna put 100% of myself into it, and here's why. And I recently realized this. The reason is I feel guilty if I don't. Yeah. You know. So I think for me, the work ethic is a good thing, but I need to find a way to restructure my rules uh, to where I don't necessarily have to feel that guilt. When I put 90% instead of 100%. Because we can't give 100% of ourselves all the time. However, it is good to try, right? Yeah. You know, because, I mean, regardless of what you're doing in life, try to do it the best you possibly can, you know? Now, that's different from 100%, yeah. right? But if you can give 100%, give it. But if you can't, you know, give a little less.
0: And you know, that's something that <clears throat> as we're uncovering this and as I'm kind of reflecting too, that... A lot of things that have happened in my life has been because of my beliefs and my values, and because of quote and you know one of them being the hard work. You know, looking back, every job and this is not to be braggadocious or anything at all, but every job I've had since I was 16, I've gotten promoted. With my uh, fitness journey, you know, I've played sports since I was I could walk. And that was something that my parents always instilled in me is that you give a hundred percent every time you go out and how that has evolved is to doing marathons and ironmans and starting this business and like that's just who i am is i'm going to give a hundred percent everything i do but that's because i've had a belief system it's gotten to a point where it is a subconscious belief like i don't really think about hard work because it's ingrained in my brain and that's where if you have a negative belief system and negative values then you are going to subconsciously that can so far shift your life that mm-hmm. you don't even recognize it. Yeah. And that's why I think a lot of people why they struggle with bad eating, bad eating habits or uh, working out or being overweight is not because of working out is hard or eating healthy food is hard, but rather their belief systems around it. And growing up they could have been told you're not good enough yeah you're not pretty you're not strong enough and so that has cultivated wow. into well i don't want to eat right cuz i i don't pretty i'm not I don't, i'm not pretty i don't appreciate myself so i'm not going to eat
1: right. right or i don't want to eat right because you know i'll never have the six pack abs that i want or i'll never be attractive it, i'll never be the right weight
0: exactly and that's and that's something that i don't think most of the time is not a conscious decision, like if someone, if you lay out two decisions, I want to have six-pack abs or I want to be overweight. I don't think people will will consciously choose I want to be overweight, but rather they're subconsciously choosing because of their false belief systems. Wow. And belief systems. Yeah, that's deep, man, man. I like this episode, yeah. man. Yeah. This is good talking point. Yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, um, I did want to go back touch base on choice. Um, it's kind of my personal. Journey experience with that um, but <clears throat> changing your choice and changing your emotions will do so much for you and you know going back to control and choice by finding what your values are on your belief systems are that will give you the power to control your decisions and control your emotions one of the biggest things that I've gone through this past year is really controlling my emotions so before I was very reactive to situations. I get a flat tire. Oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. This is terrible. This is bad. This ruined my day. Holy crap, this is bad. Or you know, I was going at the restaurant, and they got my order wrong. Oh my gosh, they got my food wrong. How dare them? They're bad people, blah, blah, blah. And that leads to not being in control and there you go, you are letting events control your life. And so by having, I guess kind of what I was getting at from earlier is that in order to control your emotions, control your life, control the things that are going on, you have to stay conscious of it. Now, that's where you have to be proactive instead of reactive. So in uh, an example, a couple weeks ago, I was on my way to work. i was halfway there and check engine light came on and it lost all the power to my engine. And car stopped. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to be late to work. My car's broke. I got to pay to fix it. Holy crap. But then I stopped. And I was like, wait, take a step back. Look at where we're at. One, we are on a giant rock flying through space. space. (laughs) So one, it doesn't matter. Okay. And two, so what if I got to fix my car? You know, I got money set aside. I'm not going to go broke. It's fine. It's fine. It's just a speed bump. And three... I'm late to work. It's, it's really not that big of a deal. You know, this is obviously something out of my control. So being upset about it, being pissed off about it is not going to fix the situation. All it's going to do is ruin my night and ruin my day. And so I stepped back and I was like, wait a minute. This is not the end of the world. It's going to be fine. I've got to figure it out. This is not going to ruin my day. And it didn't. But that was because I stayed conscious of what was going to happen. I was, or I stayed conscious of my emotions and how I was reacting. And so when you do that, and what I've learned over this past year, um, I've gotten so much better at really controlling my emotions is that in situations you make better decisions by being in control and being proactive instead of reactive. Hmm. I learned there was a lot of situations um, where I worked at the gym, um, You know, where we had something happen instantly. And I thought, oh my God, I have to react to it right now. I've got to make a decision. Like, holy crap. And after stepping back and looking at it, that decision was emotionally charged and eight times out of ten that was the wrong decision and so by making decisions based off emotions I don't even know if this is really going aside with the topic but making decisions based off emotions is oftentimes the wrong decision yeah absolutely no yeah you're I mean you're right on top yeah yeah so so stepping back And again, having the values and belief systems will set you up to make decisions that are proactive and not reactive. Right. And will help you control your emotions. Because really. And have uh, a clearer uh, version of choice, too. Exactly. So, like if relationships, you know, if you have a situation in a relationship, um, whether it be personal, professional, work, something like that, and something happens, and all you have to do is look back and say, does this go along with my values? Yes. Okay, how do we get through it? No, then, oh well, cut it off and that's it. And so it will help you give the clarity to make decisions and stay in control of your emotions by having a good value and good belief system. Because that's what you use to guide. That's like what you said earlier. They are rules to your life. Absolutely. And so it, it simplifies the process and just makes everything, to, to me, what I've experienced, a lot easier to have a clear value and belief system.
1: Yeah. Amen. Does that make sense. Oh, yeah. I mean, perfect, dude. Uh, I, I tell you what, like I'm taking notes this whole time. Preston's preaching <laughs> here. But, uh, you know, it, it, it really will. Folks, take us a second. Write down a couple of values. Every time you can think about it, expand upon it, mm-hmm. figure out the rules that you've created around those values yeah. and then evaluate all that. Yeah really look at it, see what needs to be changed, try to find out what is actually kind of toxic in there and what's holding you back. And then two, try to find out what's, you know, ineffective and start uh, uh, molding it and, and, and building it a little bit better and more effective. And, and keep in mind that, you know, the only control we have is over the choices we make. Mm-hmm. So let's choose to create the rules around the values that we actually value and that'll help mold our belief system.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like it, man. That's, that's really good. So are you guys going to do it? You got to make a choice. Yeah. Um, sweet guys. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. That was a really, I thought that was a great episode. I definitely took notes. I thought it was it was really good. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, be sure to check us out on SoundCloud at the PR project. We're going to be also on Facebook at The PR Company and then on Instagram at The underscore PR Company. Um, Be sure to check us out. Like and share if you enjoyed it. And we hope you you guys have a great day, night, week, whatever. Day, night,
1: week, whatever you're going through. And don't forget to check us out at www.yourprcode.com.